0: Hey listeners, I'm Alana, life coach for people with ADHD. You're listening to the Absolutely ADHD podcast where we chat about understanding our ADHD, sharing tips, strategies, all while celebrating our amazing yet sometimes chaotic brains. Thanks for being here and I hope you enjoy the episode.
1: Hi Sam. Hi Alana, welcome back.
0: Welcome back guys. Um, you're in Israel
1: I'm in Israel and this
0: is a special place for us this is where Sam and I met
1: oh my god that's so emotional you're so right (laughs) Uh, I think about that a lot honestly because those photos pop up on those annoying you know how like iPhone now has the like the photos that remind Mm -hmm. you of really good times but also sometimes like not so good times (laughs) yeah
0: no I know and I know it's like Here's
1: every here's all your exes and memories. Like, here you go. Good morning. <laughs> I actually, pro tip. I ended to, I ended up having to turn it off because I just yeah. like, I was like, this just isn't worth the roller coaster for me, you know? So I you know. I love the ones that pop up.
0: Yeah, no, I love the ones that pump up of us
1: and our trips. That's oh, awesome. yeah, those are fantastic. <laughs> it's every moment I didn't want to remember. That seems to be the first photo on there. Oh. <laughs> oh,
0: my gosh, I'm like so excited to see you. It's We haven't talked this much this week because I've been traveling. So glad to be here and to be back. Yeah, um, for those who don't course. know, um, I have some um, family and friends here in Israel, and I've um, come back quite often. So I'm really excited to be back and... Even despite the 11-hour middle seat flight.
1: Yeah, and now you never have to do that again. Just check in on time next time, okay?
0: That wasn't my fault. It wasn't <laughs> my fault. That was the last seat available. And like, you know, we're just not, we're not first class, you know, we're material falling on yet. A
1: budget. <laughs> yeah, which is a fantastic segue into what we're talking about today, which is financial wellness and responsibility.
0: Perfect segue. We actually didn't plan wow. that. That's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. Financial management, I think, is a really hot topic in the yeah. ADHD community because it's a huge challenge for a lot of reasons. So while I am by no means a financial expert, um, I'm still here to you know provide some helpful resources. I'm going to put some helpful links in the description box. And Sam and I are going to talk through some different things with this. So I think it'll yeah. be a good episode. Um, but yeah, this is one of the things for me on a personal note that doesn't come super naturally at all. And so it is really important to, for me to build strategies around this, do some work on the front end to make sure that like I'm covered because it's not something that comes easy. So yeah. What does it look like for you Sam?
1: Well, for me, like I've always known that I was prone to anxiety. I'm an anxious person. And I feel like I would feel a lot more reassured that my bills happen on the same day every month. But it's weird that month, that day rolls around and I get so anxious that I just end up putting it off and putting it off and putting it off until it's either too late and I'm charged a fee or, you know, I wind up paying it and then I feel immensely better. And then I'm like, why didn't I just do that earlier? But it's so weird. It's like, I don't understand. And it's, it's frustrating for me. I feel like I'm my own worst enemy.
0: Well, and those things that do bring us anxiety, like the more we stress about it, these things become bigger and bigger and bigger, and then we avoid them. And they even become bigger and bigger as opposed to just like, like paying them, but it's not that easy. It's really not that easy at all.
1: Um, and the other thing I feel like I run into a lot is budgeting. Everyone's like, you should budget, you should budget. And I think to be a healthy, successful, productive member of society, that would probably be a great idea. But I feel like I have all of this momentum to budget one month, but I can't, it's kind of like what we were talking about, routines and habit building. I feel like I go too hard on the front and it's difficult to work and weave that habit into my life. So then yeah. five months go by and then I restart the cycle of maybe I should budget. And then I budget for one month and then it's too much. I just like, I feel like I'm stuck in a washing machine.
0: Like setting up the really extensive Excel sheet that's like color coded and everything, but like just not sustainable or whatever. Uh,
1: You know, it's Um, so funny with all of these topics. I'm like, maybe my life would be solved if I had a personal assistant, but I feel like that would really be a bandaid over a bullet hole situation. But you know, I don't know. So what about you? I mean, where does, where does the, where do the issues come in?
0: Well, there's a few things. Well, I think it's funny because like my dad, and I think a lot of people might relate with this. Like my dad totally can do all this stuff in his head Uh and like, it comes very easy to him. And so like, sometimes I have to, you know, remind myself that like, that's just not, that's not something like natural for me. So if I need to have like more
1: structures in place to manage it, then like, that's fine. Like paying my bills. That's an a tiny tiny portion of what financial health is and i don't know how i'm supposed to get to a level where i can set myself up for a better future because i mean regardless of how i feel about money and consumerism and the way that our society is set up the fact is is that this is this is what we have you know if you yeah. And I think people, I think about this a lot. I think people want money for very different reasons. Like everyone says they want to be rich, but if you press them as to why, like I want money for access. I want access to experiences. I want to see my friends. I want to go to museums. I want, you know, time and I just, and I get really nervous and I feel like maybe a lot of people with ADHD probably do this too where I get so nervous that I'm like, I'm going to be 60 years old and I'm, I'm going to be struggling to pay my bills still. And, you know, I forget very quickly that there's a long time between 26 and 66, you know, but you yeah. really freaked out that those 40 years, it's just going to be struggle for me.
0: Totally. And as a whole people with ADHD, I mean, we know some of the basics, like we struggle with obviously, getting overwhelmed, procrastination, you know, not being the most organized. So all of that makes it so difficult to like continuously, you know, remember to pay things on time and to even what we were saying, set up systems that work and all that stuff. And then there's two other huge parts to this impulsiveness, our impulsivity, which like makes us, you know, buy things that might that we might regret later or make purchases yeah. we might regret later or even just decisions like choosing to ignore something until a later point which just ends yeah. up like causing way more stress
1: we all have both which is sucks yeah. so you can't pick and choose yeah and the
0: ADHD tax is something I wanted to bring up because um I've done some content on this but the ADHD tax is simply like the cost the price we pay for our costly mistakes due to ADHD. So this is like,
1: oh God, yeah,
0: for getting to pay bills, for getting to manage subscriptions, like paying for subscriptions that we might've had for like 10 years that we don't buy or that we don't even read or whatever it is. Um, Like parking tickets, like missed parking tickets that like add on to each other. Like oh all God. this stuff is the ADHD tax. And here we
1: are just like paying it. I did read this quote or I think my roommate told me this, and I think that it is really good rule of thumb to remember in situations where you're like, oh, other people have it worse because other people will always have it worse. You know, there's always a spectrum of situations, but um, if you're drowning in three feet of water or 30 feet of water, you're still drowning. So, yeah. you know, I think in situations, especially with fiscal wellness and spending, it's important to remember that, regardless of how small or big you think your situation is it's still a situation
0: yeah no I'm really glad you said that because it's true I feel I think a lot of people sometimes like you know highly sensitive like empaths feel almost guilty for like having difficulties with things because we know that some people might have it some people do have it worse but yeah like you said like we still are able to you know, that doesn't take away from the fact that we want to better like manage it or better work through it so that we can have a little less weight on our shoulders, you know?
1: And I think this is another really good segue to like Alana and I could sit here for hours and tell you guys all about, you know, the nitty gritty, ugly things that we would like to change about our lives. But like in the end of the day, regardless of what we're going through, like the tips and tricks that we want to talk about with you guys, like they help over a range of situations. So like we've identified the fact that this sucks and it's hard and it makes us uncomfortable, but it's a necessity to life. what do we do? How, how is, is there a way to make it literally even an iota easier?
0: Yeah. I think the first thing that I would think about is, so going back to that impulsive shopping, um, that's like just one thing that I wanted to talk about we want to start with identifying where do we tend to lose ourselves? Is it like certain stores? Is it certain times that we lean towards online shopping? Is it a certain product? You know, like we want to know what, what are the things that kind of make us like lose control a little bit, because those are the things that we want to build our strategies around. Of course, like the things we need, some extra support, some extra reminders, maybe some rules for ourselves. Um, For me,
1: I always get caught up in like a sale or like when something I want goes on sale, but uh I just have to remember like sales will reoccur. Like this is such a timely topic because we are approaching Black Friday, which I feel like is a really triggering time for a lot of people. Because the way that like consumerism is set up is to like push us towards these situations. Like this is your only chance to get X, Y, and Z, you know, at an affordable price, but there will be other chances, I swear, you know? And if you do your research and you plan accordingly, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with capitalizing on sale, but it's, I think when we go in, like, like seeing these bright and shiny colors and everything, you know, that's when it can get a little tricky.
0: Totally. And what motivates like one of the things that motivates us as adhders is urgency and that's exactly what these sales are doing they're saying like this is only you know available until this time whatever and like maybe yes if it's something that we truly do need you know maybe it makes sense but that those are the types of questions we want to ask ourselves like is this something that we would buy anyways eventually or do we want to maybe create some space in between like Seeing the sale and like actually clicking buy or buying it, not clicking,
1: you know. Seriously, yeah. I think creating space is a huge thing. And I like to do this a lot. I don't have a huge sense of trust in my gut feelings. Like it's something that, you know, I do struggle with. But what I have realized is if I really want something, you know, I look at it, I put it down and I give it a day. And if I'm still thinking about it after that day, that means that I really want it and then I'll get it, you know. I mean, and this Definitely. isn't necessities like the utilities and rent. I don't, you know, but this is more for those purchases that I, maybe I don't need or a little bit of a stretch for me. So stuff like that. Definitely.
0: Yeah. And also like keeping things in your shopping cart, if it is online shopping, you know, so that we can go back and check it. But I do the same thing too. I'll be like, you know, if I go multiple days thinking about something or if it's a bigger purchase, even longer, I'm like, look, if I've thought about this, like, every single day, like maybe it's something I want, but yeah, we definitely want to, you know, ask ourselves those questions, maybe have a rule. Like, do we want to
1: have a certain amount of time before we make that decision, whatever it is, you know? And I know that you normally share the tips and tricks and I'm the person that sits here going, Oh my God, I never thought of that, but I do have one that I, <laughs> I have no business
0: giving financial <laughs> like tips. I don't, that's not what I'm trying to do here. So please.
1: Yeah, this is just, this is stuff that we do in our normal lives that helps lighten the load a little bit. Something for me is like with, we've already discussed so many times that we meet, have that pull for instant gratification. So cooking for myself, that's not always instantly gratifying. And sometimes I get home and I really just don't feel like it. So I think we talked about this last week with those low energy days is it helps with my finances too, to like try and do one meal prep meal. So I have like stuffed peppers sitting in the fridge that I can just put one in the oven, you know? And so So it's not necessarily as exciting as sitting down to takeout or a restaurant meal, but I do feel better knowing that I saved 20 to $30. Definitely
0: like those easy alternatives so that it's not like, oh, well we don't have anything we have to get takeout. Like the easy alternative option is so good. Um, so yeah. So we talked a little bit about like the impulsive stuff, but then also like, um, maybe, you know, this goes for grocery shopping. Like we want to be really intentional too. So like, you know, maybe for some of us going into certain stores without a list, isn't the smartest thing because it can, cannot do you know, that. it's a little exciting. Like I'll be like, especially, oh my gosh, Trader Joe's, I'll oh. just, I know it's like so much fun. And then I'm like, all right, well, did is what I got even going to make like an equivalent of a meal or is it a bunch of just random stuff that I'm going to.
1: I run into that all the time, like at specifically Trader Joe's, which is so weird because I do feel like Trader Joe's sometimes is a lot cheaper than a normal grocery store, but talk about color and overstimulation. And I mean, the store is so busy all the time and they have those prepackaged meals. So I feel like I'll go in and then I'll get home and I'll be like, wait, I didn't actually buy anything that can be a real meal. But yeah. it, it I do research on Trader Joe's, there's lists all over the internet of best fall Trader Joe's items or a dietitian's best Trader Joe's meal or something like that. So like when I go to the grocery store, I'm, like there's some stuff that I need, like milk or eggs or you know, cereal or stuff like that. But I will pick out two recipes. And then make, you know, that's what I'm shopping for, those two recipes. So then at least I know I have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday covered.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like knowing if we need that list, that structure, because, and if we're going to try and convince ourselves, we're going to remember everything. Like we probably won't actually, I, um, I was, I'm pretty good about packing like all the important stuff, but I knew I had a feeling I forgot like something and like coming on this trip and I did, I forgot socks. So so we wore wore Bergen socks today um, until I can like, you know, get some socks, but well, I had socks I wore on the plane, obviously, but um, okay. So I was walking out of the gym today and I went into a clothing store and I was like, I just knew, I was like, I have this feeling I like have to be here for some reason, but like, I don't know what. And I just stood there for a second. Then I walked out because I didn't know what it was. And then when I got home, I was like, oh, it was the socks. socks. I mean, it was
1: the socks. Um, yeah, see, that stuff escapes me all the time. And it's also like another thing with grocery store shopping is I sometimes make this mistake, but don't go hungry. Do not go hungry to the grocery so store. So true.
0: Yeah, you'll just and go ham.
1: The other thing is that I get really freaked out. Like I'm, I think I'm a, a little bit of a more claustrophobic person. So I don't like going to the grocery store at high traffic times, like after work or, you know around dinner time. So I think the thing that really helps me keep calm and, you know, maintain some perspective is going during non-high traffic times, you know, when it's a little quieter and you can like hear yourself think, and you don't feel like rushed with people pushing shopping carts and, you know, needing to speed through the checkout to, I don't know. So I think that going with a list, going when you feel calm and going when you feel full, those will all help.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that's a really good point. Nothing's worse than an overwhelming grocery store.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then similarly to that, like maybe, you know, deciding on a budget before going shopping, you know, kind of making these decisions ahead of time to at least keep us in this like window of what we know we can do.
1: Yeah. And with that, like sometimes that means taking out a chunk of cash and Mm -hmm. then I'm I'm going to take out $200 of cash and that's all I have. And that's all you have. Yeah. And then when you're done with the cash, then you're done. It's not as easy as swiping a credit card or a debit card.
0: Definitely. And that's brings it. That's such a good like segue into this next one. We're really doing appointment to segues today, aren't we? <laughs> we really are. <laughs> um, some people, so I love Apple Pay. Like I love it, and it is good for me. But that is something that I've read. Like that's a strategy for people with ADHD to get rid of Apple Pay because sometimes the act of like taking out your card and like is a little bit more important than just that mindless, like, you know, clicking and being able to do it. Like it's almost too easy. So again, that's like a personal thing kind of depends on the person. Like I, for me, it's good because if I forgot my wallet or something, you know? So it like makes up for another ADHD
1: struggle. um, Forgetting things. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I know, which isn't good because I need my wallet with me, but you know, whatever. I don't do it that much. (laughs) And then the other thing that is huge for me and has changed everything is automatic payments. I know that this is going to be specific. Some people can do it. Some people can't. Um, But for me, you know, making as many things automatic as I can has just like saved me so much.
1: I think so. It saves me a lot of stress to let my utilities are on automatic payments because it's mm-hmm. not a luxury in like the same way a subscription service is a luxury because if I don't pay my electricity bill, then I won't have electricity type of thing. So that's been really helpful for me, but then I'll, but I think that you're right. It's important to categorize automatic payment for stuff that I need to remember it. That is a luxury that I'm paying for like Netflix. I don't like to do automatic payments because You know, if my Netflix accidentally gets canceled for a day or two before I realize then it's not a life or death situation and it helps me remember what I am spending my money on. But I do think it's important to say like just if we let's say for me I don't think at this point in my life sitting down and having a full written out budget I mean I'm sure it would be helpful, but I think for me it causes me more stress than it helps. But I do like to have a general handle on what I'm spending my money on. So like budgeting for me isn't like a nickels and dimes situation. It's more of like a, okay, remember that you are paying for Netflix. You are paying utilities. You are paying rent. Generally, what are you spending on your credit card? You know, because I feel like a lot of the time with anxiety and ADHD, we make these purchases and then to tackle the buyer's remorse that we might feel we forget. You know, I'm like, I'm going to put this out of my mind. I needed the boots. I feel anxious about buying the boots, but I just, I have to forget about it, you know? But then the next week rolls around and I'm like, I haven't bought anything that's big. So this, you know, dress shouldn't be that big of a deal, but you know what I mean? So I think it's just like being a little bit more intentional about remembering things, which is always going to be tough. And it's always going to be something that we struggle with. Definitely.
0: And like going back, um, surprise, we had another good segue in there. Like, you know how you said, like, you want to be able to see, you know, the, the luxury things like Netflix or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's huge too. Like, especially with the ADHD tax, we should probably be revisiting a few times just to make sure like, all right, what subscriptions yeah. am I paying for? Like making that something that we kind of get used to checking like every so often, because
1: yeah, we just need it. We just need that extra, you know, check-in sometimes. And I think it's hard too, because I think financial wellness changes so drastically as we age, like you and I have the benefit of not having anyone that relies on us. So all of our money, it's going to ourselves. Like we don't support other people with the money that we make right now. So I think in that respect, it gives us a really, really small window of opportunity to understand the situation. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's where an expert would come in handy. Like if you know, the listeners think that this is a topic that they resonate with, you know, because I don't think you and I could ever, we can sympathize with our mothers, but I don't think you and I will ever understand what that responsibility is like to know that someone else is relying on us. But, you know, with that, it's just, I didn't want, I didn't want our inability to understand everyone's situation to prevent us from talking about this topic. That really is a struggle, you know?
0: Absolutely. Like there, if this is something that is a serious challenge, which is so common in this community. Yeah. Like seeking support is a really smart way to kind of work on it. A lot of things that we have to implement in our lives as ADHDers is like a simplified version of X, Y, Z. So like yeah. Yeah, budgeting, like a simplified version of budgeting, which is again, where like also, you know, professionals and like people who know about, you know, financial management and can speak about it and can, all that stuff.
1: I think that's really important to note is that a budget is still a budget and it doesn't have to be the thing that you've seen on the internet or that you've seen your friends do, or, you know, it, it, if you are just even writing down today, like this month, I spent X on my credit card bill. My rent is this much, you know, stuff like that. Just being aware of generally what's happening with your money and where it's going, you yeah. know, that's a budget. Exactly. That's enough. Yes.
0: that's plenty so yeah this was just um i hope that you know everyone who's listening to this like no matter regardless of your situation you know this is definitely nothing to be ashamed of embarrassed about this is a really really common challenge in the adhd community like i said i'm going to put some helpful links and resources in the um, description so that you guys can do more you know research on this Is if it's something that you're interested in you know
1: every week Alana and I just wanna go into this as an opportunity to make everyone like make it known that you're not alone in these struggles. And I think it is so important, especially with money, to not be embarrassed about talking about it. I think for so long in our society, that was kind of like a no-no topic. It was a little taboo, but like the world is changing and it's important to know how much your peers are making in their jobs so that, you know, you can ask for more money. It's important to know how much you're spending versus how much you should be spending, you know? And sometimes that looks like reaching out for help. And sometimes that looks like taking a look at your finances. And, you know, sometimes that looks like listening to a podcast with two girls who are here to tell you that you're not alone.
0: Yeah, exactly. But thank you guys. I hope that everyone has a good week and
1: yeah, yeah, this is a really good episode. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Coming up on the end of the month, review your subscription services. Start there. Tackle one small thing, you know? All right. Thank you guys. I hope everyone has a good week. We'll see you next week. Bye.
0: guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Absolutely ADHD podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Coaching by Alana, where you can find more ADHD education and all of my tips and tricks. And make sure to give us a five-star review, leave a comment, subscribe, like, all that good stuff so that we can continue to share this information with even more of you guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.